Blog Talk Radio. You unlock this door with the key of your own energies. Beyond it is another reality. A reality of truth. An instance of healing. A reality of true purpose. You're moving into a world of both mystery and psychic abilities. Of illusions versus realities. You've just crossed over into the psychic zone. Hello, everyone. This is Sherry Andrea, and I'm happy to be here with you today. I hope everyone is having a lovely, lovely Saturday. Oh, sorry. Ah, wrong day. Sunday. I swear for the last three days, I haven't been able to keep the day straight. Yesterday, I kept thinking it was Sunday, and like every hour, it was like I was checking myself. It was like, oh, what time is it? I got to be on the radio. And then I was like, no, it's Saturday. So I guess today now is my day to think it's Saturday and not Sunday. So anyway, at least the one good thing is I'm here with you and I didn't miss it. (laughs) So let me just do the formal introduction. Um, We're going to be taking calls today and we have our panel of readers, which is myself and also Bobby Marley and Sarah Hawking. And we're all going to be uh, taking your calls and answering your questions. Uh, The call-in number is 714-816-4750. It looks like so far it's going to be a slow day. We've only actually got one caller holding right now, and usually we have like about 10. So, um, you know, with, with it being in between holidays, you know, sometimes that happens. People have begun um, doing the Christmas shopping and things, which I guess is good because for the moment um, people have gotten occupied with um, the holidays, Christmas shopping, and for maybe the moment they've uh, forgotten maybe some issues that they've been working on, which is actually a good thing. Uh, sometimes you need to forget about you know, the things that have been on your mind, because sometimes when we stop thinking about them, that's when things finally happen for us, when we stop, you know, constantly thinking about it, constantly wondering about it, and, you know, constantly trying to purposely work on it. Um, Things come a lot easier when we just, like, relax and let them and don't worry about, you know, how long it will take, whether or not it will happen, So the Christmas holidays are a good time to get your focus on something else that's also, of course, a lot of fun to think about, you know, shopping, giving gifts, getting gifts, seeing family for the holidays. So relax and enjoy that and let it work for you. So um, like I said, the number is 714-816-4750. Now I'm going to give the same announcements I always do. Um, Try to keep your uh, question to one question. Um, Of course, it looks like uh, it's going to be a little bit slow. So if we have, um, if we don't have that many callers, we do have some time to take extra time. And so we don't mind doing that. 
Um, I am going to be giving out the information, everyone's information, so that after the show, if you'd like to get a more in-depth reading uh, from Bobby or from Sarah, you can do that. Um, And then when I bring them on the air in just a minute, we're going to go ahead and we're going to give out their information so that you can, um, you know, like you can go to their website or you can at least um, go, you know, bookmark them, um, you know, put their email address and your contact information because you never know when, you know, you'll need it. So, um, like I said, keep it to one question. And then if you need follow-up, you know, contact one of us. And um, that's about all I have to say right now. <laughs> I know you're probably like good because she could talk like forever. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started. And um, I'm going to bring Bobby and Sarah on. Hello, Bobby. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Hi Sherry. How are you doing? I am great. This is Sarah. Everything is going well. Oh, I'm glad to have you back. Uh, sorry I'm glad about to be back. Yeah, sorry about your grandmother. And um, oh, thanks. And how did you? I know your your parents, your mother, also came for a visit last week. So I hope yeah. you enjoyed that. I did. It's been a lot of family time recently, but it's good. Oh, that's really good. That's good. Yeah, I was thinking about you. I was thinking about you last week, and I was like, oh, well, I hope Sarah's at least enjoying more family time. <laughs> I was. It was nice. It was a good opportunity to hang out in, you know, not a stressful atmosphere where you have a funeral looming and figuring that out. Right, exactly, exactly. So that's good. And how was your Thanksgiving? It was really nice. It was really nice. We stayed in town and just kind of did our thing here. How was yours? Oh, it was good. It was good. I didn't gain any extra weight. (laughs) And I have to say, over the past couple weeks, Bobby has helped me out. We had a cat vomiting issue, and Bobby has been super helpful in kind of helping me figure it out and get the cat sorted out. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to see how she was doing. Yeah, you're going to tell us about that because, I mean, it's very rare that we get the chance to get more in-depth with what Bobby does with animals. Sure. Well, we have... Two cats, Reggie, named after Reggie Miller, the basketball player, and Mommy, (laughs) which I am still unsure how her name is Mommy, but it is. And Mommy will eat her food too fast sometimes, and she throws it up in, like, whole food pieces. You know, not every day, a little at a time, but she threw up, like, five or six times in one day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, something's wrong. And I messaged Bobby. I just said, can you maybe touch base with Mommy and see see if you can figure out what's going on. I said, I know we moved, but she settled in pretty well to the house. She, I think it, that her stomach is just upset. I don't know if it's something she ate or something else, but she won't <laughs> stop throwing up. And it had oh moved into, like, gross, digested, like, not whole food chunks. That is fine, okay. but, like, gross clean up off the carpet, scrub the carpet. Right. And so, I mean, Bobby got in touch with Mommy, and she kind of figured out what was going on. It's a stress situation. And so I gave Mommy some Reiki, and she's she's back to normal. 
Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because um, I, I know a lot of people, um, they get Reiki attunements and they start learning uh, Reiki healing. Um, but I always say you have to remember, you know, like all the uses of Reiki, not just like on yourself and your family and friends, but also on your pet. Yeah, she loves it. When she doesn't feel well, she loves it. Yeah, my dog, whenever I do Reiki on her, she then proceeds to follow me around the house. Like, put your hands back on me. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. It's it's really cute. Um, but Bobby was so awesome with the information she got and passed along that it, it was great. So now, Bobby, how was, how was it for you, like, when um, to connect to someone's um, pet? I mean, is that similar to when you connect and do a reading for a person? What's, like, the difference? Um, The difference, actually, is when I'm connecting with the animals, it's more like a one-on-one conversation, whereas when I'm doing stuff with people, it's more like a third party giving you the information. Okay. Okay, so you're, so you're actually communicating more with with the pet. Right, right. And it can happen either way. Some some pets don't like to really talk, so that's when you kind of go above them and talk to their higher self, and then it becomes more of, you know, a third-party information kind of thing, even though it is their higher self. Right. But when you do talk directly to the animals, it's like, you know, like we have on the radio show, our one-on-one conversations, and right, sometimes exactly. you chit-chat, and sometimes you get right to the point. Right, exactly. Okay, so that must be an awesome experience to have, um, having, you know, doing the readings from pets and having it be most times one-on-one. That must be a really good experience. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It was actually funny uh, with Sarah's cat, Mommy, um, as I was responding to Sarah after talking to Mommy, I, I had put a phrase in quotes. And usually when I do a reading over email, if I put it in quotes, it's a direct word-for-word sentence that I received that isn't normally the way I talk. Right. And the phrase that I sent to Sarah, she responded and said, I keep saying that. So... Mommy was telling me that Sarah was saying this one phrase, oh, which wow. then you know made made sense and stuff. So it was it was it's funny oh, how stuff comes along. That is so funny and cute too. Cute too because I mean a lot of people there are a lot of people that do have pets that like don't they um, they don't think that their pet is understanding anything they're saying anything that's going on anything on the human level. And I always tell people, well, they just, they do understand. It's just the way they're getting that understanding is a little bit different than the way we get it as humans. But they're just, they're still getting it. They're just getting it on a different, in a different way, on a different level. Right. Um, One of the things, animals, from what I have noticed, um, they tend to hear what you're saying through pictures. Right. So, like, say, for instance, you have a problem with your dog jumping up on the couch, and you don't want the dog on the couch. So the dog jumps on the couch, and you tell it to get off. 
Well, a lot of people, and I'm still a, a culprit of this, I still do it, You, when you tell the dog to get off the couch, in your head, you see the dog on the couch. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, instead of seeing the dog on the floor. So when you're telling the dog to get off the couch, they hear you telling them that, but they see you showing them on the couch, so then they get confused. They're exactly. Like, I hear your words, and and they do actually, you know, they have some of those dogs who are like, oh, they're super smart. They know a thousand words in the human language. Right. Well, they know more than that. They understand, but right. when you send them a picture that's different than words coming out of your mouth, nine times out of ten, they're going to go with that picture. Right, so exactly. I'm having problems with your dog hopping up on the couch and you don't want them there. When you tell them to get off the couch, keep in your mind that picture of them on the floor, and then it will be easier for them to understand exactly what you're asking them. Exactly. It's actually, um, tele- when I was when I used to practice telepathy all the time, and, of course, the easiest, to practice that with is an animal, you know, versus yeah. trying to send a person a message who is not used to getting communication in that way. Uh, it actually works pretty good with animals. And so I used to always practice telepathy by, like, if I saw a stray cat walking by, I would try to send it a picture and never fails, the cat will turn and look. You know, because they get this, first yeah. they, you know, turn and look, and there's that look on their face, like, what the hell? <laughs> Which I love that look. And then, you yeah. know, but but it's like confirmation, okay. You know, they're getting what I'm saying. They're getting this visual of the picture I'm sending them. But it does work a lot better because I know that when I used to have the problem with my um my dog scratching on the back of one of my chairs, I could yell about it and yell, stop doing that, stop doing that. And it would have no effect. And then I started sending her a visual picture of her walking away from it and walking to her bed. And it, it does work. Mhm. Yeah. It. I actually. Um, one of my dogs likes to jump, and she doesn't jump on people. She just jumps straight up. And <laughs> when you've got a sixty-pound dog jumping straight up, it's yeah, not safe. So. <laughs> The term I use is four on the floor when I'm saying it to her verbally, and I actually say it to her that way so that I remind myself to visualize her standing with all four feet on the floor. Because, oh, you know, you can, you can tell it, you can use whatever words you want, because actually um, we're going to be getting an Australian Shepherd in the next six months to a year so that I can actually train it to herd sheep. Well, oh wow! Actually, because we're moving up to um, our ranch property at the beginning of the year, so we're going to get goats, and I'm going to get an Australian Shepherd to train. Very cool. And so my husband's like, "You should teach it different commands," because anybody who's ever you know watched the like, like well, like Babe, the movie Babe, right? You know, the pig. They use they use the words "come by" and "away to me." which are for them to circle right or circle left and circle right. He's like, you should use something different, like purple and orange or something. So, <laughs> and, you know, it doesn't matter. It's right, whatever you right. do. So it's, 
And it's actually one of those neat things then because you can do whatever you want with your dog and it can, totally confuses people because they are very language-based. Right. Whereas the dog could care less. It it may or may not know what the color purple is, but right. it knows that word means go to the left or go to the right. Right. It's associated <laughs> that word no matter what word you use. Right, right. And I know with, um, like, people who train, like, the police dogs and um, people who have personal protection dogs and stuff like that, they use words, they don't use the typical, like, attack or get right. or stuff like that. I've heard some people use the word kiss right, for, you know, defend me kind of thing. So I think people get stuck on words too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, and language is very limiting um, to begin with. You know, uh, I'm constantly saying, okay, you know, picking up things empathically, that's when you really also realize how limiting language can be because often what I'm picking up, sometimes I can't put it into words. It's like there's no word for this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's no word for what I'm picking up right now. Yeah, and that's when you just start describing it as best you can. Exactly. That they understand. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Okay, so what we're going to do, I'm going to um, take the first caller. Um, Now, the first caller is Rita. Now, the first caller is really cool because I love talking about dreams. Uh, Rita has a question about dreams she's been having. Uh, it sounds like recurring dreams with the same person in it. Rita, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. You're back Hi. again. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm mm-hmm. back with you. Uh, Rita, mm-hmm. now, um, I-, I know you told me a little bit about your question. So uh, mm-hmm. for Bobby and Sarah, why don't you explain to us about this dream or these dreams you've been having? Well, um, to kind of make it a little short, um, me and a guy, we were we were, we was more so like um, friends or benefits, whatever, in the end, um, for about two and a half years, um, we stopped talking. Um, it's been about two months, and since then, I have been having dreams about him where um, I'm remembering these dreams, like the next day. Um, the first dream I remember where he actually was talking in my house. I can even remember to this day um, what he had on, and this was back in October. Um and we're sitting down, we're talking. The second one, um, I'm asleep. I mean, I'm really asleep, but I'm calling his name out in my sleep, and it scared me because I woke up in the middle of the night because I'm thinking I'm I'm calling his name. And um, then the third dream, I'm in his house, and when I say I'm, like, in his house, I can't even remember exactly in his house everything that, because I've been in his house before, and it's there. I mean, in his house, we are communicating everything. Um, and then here it goes again. Uh, last night, I'm going to sleep, you know, because I was tired. I had to work. went to sleep. Next thing I know, I'm having a dream about him again. This time, we're talking um, about, you know, what happened while we weren't talking, and he was saying how he 
he really wanted to, you know, spend more time with me and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, and I'm and telling he, myself at the same time, you know, I want to kind of like, you know, move on because I don't know where we at at this point, but I'm still having these dreams. And in this dream, where even the last one, did it take place in his house, the dream? This this last one, though, it's kind of weird. It was in the house, but um, it really wasn't in this house. So I don't but know. But it definitely was. Was it clear that it wasn't yours? It wasn't mine. Okay. It wasn't mine. Um, but I know the first one was mine. That I can't remember because I can remember when he come in. Like he normally would come and come in my house. Um, and what he even had on? He had on blue pants and a a striped shirt. Where he, you know, where to work. Um, that I know that was in my house. And even the other one that I he had. That I had a dream about him was in his house. This one last night, it was in the house, but I can even see his face. We we're talking, he holding me, and everything. So what was he talking about? Was it about anything specific? About about the reason why we, you know, uh, oh, I can remember. I was coming down the stairs, and I was acting like I didn't even see him. And he said, hi, Sharita. And I still trying to ignore him, but he, but somehow I end up going to him, and we said him. He, he was talking about why we wasn't talking, um, and he was like, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, spend time with you, or you know, I want to see you again, and this and that. And he holding on, he holding on my shoulder at the same time, and he kissed me. Okay. Um, Sarah, what are you uh I I um the reason why I had um I had Rita explain so much is because um I also wanted to interpret the symbols of the dream, but uh Sarah, what are you getting? Um it's the the whole time I'm getting that she's that Rita's still trying to resolve this relationship because it can't like you said, Rita, it just ended and like you guys don't really have resolution. Um, so I'm really getting that it's like an astral projection where both of them are meeting in this dream state to kind of work mm-hmm. it out. Um, I'd be really interested to see if he's having the same dreams or similar Me too. dreams. Um, Me too. To, to know if he's processing it the same way. And now, Bobby, what are you getting? I... Uh... I'm getting the same thing, although it's funny that Sarah brings up astral projection. I'm actually studying that right now. <laughs> um, but but um, this, it's like you're trying to get resolution, whether it's to continue, whether it's to officially say, yes, we're done, whether it's it, mm-hmm. you're just trying to figure out what is going on. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm getting the same thing, Sarah. It's like, it, it is curious as to whether or not he's doing, if he's having the similar dreams. They may not look the same to him, but they may mm-hmm. cover the same topics. So I think just you're just looking for the resolution and in the way your your system is doing it is trying to do it through your dreams. And actually that's what a lot of our dreams are is, Wow. Solving the world's problems. 
Because you know how you say sometimes you think a person is thinking about you and they could be popping your head. And that's yeah. what I was like wondering. Maybe like maybe he's thinking about me and that's why I'm having these dreams or something. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, yeah, that's, I mean, and that's what, it was funny when when Sarah said that. I thought it was funny, too, because that's what came to me as well, because with the way she's describing how she got the dream, um, she she obviously saw really good detail in the dream. Yes. She also yes. could, he, she remembers, she could say, oh, we were talking about this, or oh, he asked me that. Um, with the de- I would that's with that kind of detail. Normally, it is a sign that she was out of body and they were meeting out of body, yes. or she was yes. going to him. Not he, he he may not have come to her, but she went to him. And it's almost like in the dream, it's telling you that on the outside during your waking time, there's some part of yourself that is resisting this person because even in the dream, you're trying to resist and kind of keep your distance from this person, but this person is like, I don't understand. Okay, you know, why aren't you paying any attention to me? So possibly this person, the guy, is also feeling some of these same feelings and you're doing it out of body, and he's letting you know that maybe he doesn't understand really, he doesn't understand the breakup, or it's not resolved for him either. Because, mm-hmm. and it's what you just said, the, the out of body experience, that's exactly how I felt, especially with the first one, um, where he actually, um, he walks. And I didn't open up the door. He actually opened my door, and he comes in, and I'm in the kitchen. And I'm, like, actually in my kitchen next to my chair. He's coming in, and, I mean, when Do I say... Do you remember which way the door opened? It, it's coming towards me. Okay. That's when usually he comes when the in, door you know opens. Open, like, say you're going into your house, mm-hmm. you, you, you open the door going in, and he right. doesn't say... He was that's, coming in towards me. Yeah, that's usually a sign that the issue is dealing with something that um, you're letting into your life. So this could be an issue with you letting someone in. You know, it could be, you know, saying that the person is wanting to come into your life or wanting to get closer to you. Uh, mm-hmm. How he don't, know. he don't want to. Well, the house stands for body. That's the reason why it stands for body or self. That's the reason okay. why I asked you if you were clear about whether or not you were in your house versus his house or some other mm-hmm. house. So mm-hmm. usually when people start talking about I was in a building, a structure, a house, it stands for the self. And I always wonder, since most of the time people in our dreams are some form of ourselves, the way I usually am able to tell that it's mm-hmm. actually standing for another person is I would mm-hmm. want to know that question of whose house were you in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's clear that this is not just about you, but about mm-hmm. him. And the dream kind of showed it because you weren't always in your house. One of the dreams you were in your house, the door opened inward. The other dreams you were, one of the dreams you were in his house. Um, right. This isn't just a one-way this isn't just you, you feeling one way. I think this is a combination of how what both of you are feeling right now. So wow. I don't know if this relationship is 
it's over. like ended ended or if you guys are planning to still be friends but well, I would say that neither one of you are too sure. Well, it did kind of end it on a little bad note, um, and I after that I have because I said I have not reached out to him at all. The only time I did was to wish him a happy birthday, and that was like in September. Other than that, I have not, you know, even went that route or anything like that. And I've, you know, and I'm I've thought about him, you know. But other than that, just kind of been so busy, I haven't really had, you know, just say, okay, I'm gonna try to see if he'll respond. But in the back of my mind, if I did reach out, I kind of have a feeling that he probably would. Well, yeah, because, I mean, I'm showing that there is energy and some focus going towards this relationship. Now, I don't know if that's you, who's putting who's putting focus and energy on it. I'm not sure if it's you or if it's more <laughs> him, but that's what I'm getting. When you, that's one focus you. And ener- when you say that, what do you mean by that focus and energy? It's almost like saying one of you, one of you is thinking about it. One of you is putting energy towards it and thought okay. towards it. And okay. That type of thought, focus, and energy going towards something creates something. Oh, okay. That's what creates. One of you is thinking about it and putting enough energy out there and towards it, almost like, to me, I pick it up almost as like it, it, that has the potential to get something started again. But I don't know. Wow. I'm not sure which one of you it is, but one of you, one of you are. So I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on uh, whether or not you feel like your friendship is reconcilable. If you feel like that it possibly is, then even just as a friendship, mm-hmm. then I would, you know, I would go ahead and at least try to repair at least the friendship. Mm-hmm. Personally, really, I kind of want to move on and see what else can come my way. But I can't, I'm going to say I can't. But it's freaky, though, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, if I'm having still having dreams about him, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, to me, I've got to have, like, a, I don't know, maybe like what you just did, a kind of, like, a closure. Right. And you don't have to, yeah, just because you're having dreams, you don't have to uh, go with that. Um, okay. You know, but it it lets you know that, like um, both Sarah and Bobby said, you know, you're the one that needs to know that y- you haven't really 100% resolved this in your own mind. You may okay. be saying that, yeah, I think I want to move forward and move on from this, mm-hmm. but you're not 100% resolved with that yet. So just think about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe there's something about the way your relationship ended that needs to be kind of, you know, resolved, almost like sometimes people want to wipe the slate clean, say, you know, let a person know, yeah. hey, I'm not still mad at that. you. Yeah. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to move on still, but I don't want you thinking I'm still mad at you. So sometimes people want to wipe the slate clean so they can move forward. Yeah. So think yeah. about that. You know, think yeah. about that. Maybe maybe that is, you know, just really think about it and ask yourself, is what's bothering you the way it ended? Um, and maybe you it want to wipe the slate clean. It does kind of bother me. It does. It, it, say that it kind of did but well it does bother me a little bit if I could have did things or if things could have done been different but I was already kind of before we that situation happened I was already kind of getting tired how things were going with us and we were kind of like back and forth 
and I was already was and it's weird. I was already saying in my mind that it was time to back let go and move on. And when we ended, it ended kind of on a bad note. Um, but you know, but now the the dreams are like on a good note, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> so right, that's, right. That's what well, crazy just, about the whole situation. Just think about it, you know. Think about it and think maybe if you, you know, want to wipe the slate clean so that you can move on from this, you know, mm-hmm. not feeling bad about the way it ended. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, guys. You you're, really helped me out a whole lot. You're welcome, and I hope it works out for you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Rita. Okay. Now we're going to take the next caller, which is, let me see, that would be Mary Lou. Hi, Hi, Mary Lou. How are you? I'm good. What, do you have a question for us? You know, I would just like a message from Spirit. Okay. I get the old monkey mind. (laughs) Um, Sarah. What are you getting anything what uh spirit might want Mary Lou to know? Um right away, right when I heard her voice. Um I got a message about being assured and and going forward believing in yourself Mary Lou. Maybe you're tentative a little bit sometimes and you don't believe in yourself enough. Um but to trust yourself because you know you know what's right and what you should be doing, and to go with that rather than maybe second guessing. Okay. And Bobby, I got all warm and fuzzy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah, like you know the feeling where you just you know you're you're where you should be kind of thing. You know you're just happy. So that kind of goes along with what Sarah said. You know, trust yourself. You you're doing what you need to be doing. Just Keep on. Okay. Okay. And then, um, you know, I just, I basically get, you know, pretty uh, much the same thing. Um, um, Financially, right now, I I would just say um, watch your spending or giving of yourself. You know, don't overdo it. don't um what do you say like when when you're spreading yourself too thin giving too much of yourself especially you know around the holidays um make sure that you put yourself first and make sure that you're okay first so watch how you're using the energy but yeah definitely i would say um you know just like Sarah and Bobby said you know, I'm getting the overall be good to yourself thing, you know. Um, so just like they said, have confidence in yourself, be good to yourself, just watch out for uh, overdoing it with giving of yourself. Okay. Okay. I hope that helps. It does. Thank you very much, ladies. You're welcome. Bye-bye, Mary Lou. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay, and let's see, moving right along, our next caller is from area code 818. 
Okay. You're on the air. What's your name? Diane. Good afternoon. Hi, Diane. How are you? Fine, ladies. You sound so happy. You have such good energy coming on your program. So I I thought I would call you. And I really... um, I don't really have a question because I think we already have all the answers within us. Right. But but um, I enjoy your show and I'm really just listening and maybe if you feel like giving me a message, I surely would like that. If there's well, something first, that's easy to first, Yeah, first of all, I mean, I really picked up when you started talking. Uh you're in a really, really good place right now. Um, you're, I'm picking you up as a person who is on their path. They have confidence. They don't have any doubt. You need to just keep doing what you've been what you've been doing. Um, you're heading in a good direction. Um, I would just say, um, be. Careful in the upcoming uh, future, in the next few months, with maybe doing too much. I think that in the upcoming near future, maybe you're going to be splitting your time among either many different things you're working on or trying to accomplish. So just be careful about doing too much uh, so that your outcomes are good and not one thing has to suffer because you're doing too much. So that's the that's the only thing that I'm getting. Um, Sarah? Um, I just got kind of along the same line, Sherry, that Diane, you said we're very positive. You're very positive, um, and you have a lot of good energy with you, and I think people enjoy being around you, and you you bring the light to them. So I wouldn't be surprised if you're kind of the – the center of holiday gatherings, like you're the person everybody wants to talk to or be near um, because you have such good energy with you. Well, thank you. And um, you know what? People do like me because I I try to find something positive to say about them and genuinely mean it. And because of it, they want to take me home with them. And I think that cracks me up. (laughs) But... But, yes, but, you know, I know what you mean. They, the people who are always like, oh, come over to my house. Are you doing anything? Come over. I'll fix you coffee. Just come over to my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. Because, you know, we're in a positive um, state, so it does it does energies that is exactly what it is. And when people are not happy, they can suck your energy. But it's not sucking. You just share it. Right. And, and, Right, it's better to be with positive people, though, because exactly, exactly. But you got to be careful, you know, especially around the holidays, you know, because you know people get so busy, you know, shopping, buying gifts, and you know, this is the easiest time of year for some people to go a little self-centered because they get so busy and so hectic. And, you know, people like all of us, you you know, me, you, Bobby, Sarah, we can sometimes get lost in all of that. Um, Bobby, what are you getting? Well, as soon as you started talking, it's like, you need to come hang out with me. Can you come to my house? (laughs) (laughs) Even Bobby's like, come over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, come hang out with me. I'm in sunny Florida. It's like 80 degrees here. It's wonderful. Well, no. 
We're all in Florida, so we'll have to split her. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the Midwest, it's like 50 and gray. Uh, oh, no. My choice, though. My choice. Well, we got enough to share with everybody, so. Exactly. It's the source. It's the imagination. It's phenomenal. It's all in the thought, right? It's. Exactly. What we focus on is what it expands. It's focused on it. Yes. So and and it feels right, and it's a good thing. And you know the truth, though? I enjoy being alone more at my age now than around people. I mean, you know, every time a relationship, right? Yes. Right? We we wake up and we do do whatever we want. Anytime we want, it's really satisfying. And I don't know why people don't get it. Good yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes people misinterpret it. I had I have people sometimes say, "Oh, I'm just like you. I'm afraid of people too." I'm like, "No, I'm not afraid of people. I just I I in actually now enjoy the peace and the quiet. I enjoy just hearing the air." <laughs> right. And having your energies, your own thoughts, and, and right. it's so peaceful and the truth is it's all about self-growth so we have to be alone at times and really learn who we are and that's and people that can't be alone aren't able to go within and see the light to see what they're all about they need stimulation from what they think they do and that's okay you know Mary Lou um you um you're I'm not sure if you are like um if you work with people right now, you're a teacher, a counselor, or anything like that, but I'm picking up that that is, like, what you're supposed to be. I picked up a little bit of it when you first started, you know, came on the air and started talking, but no, now I'm, like, getting it even stronger, and I think maybe that's where I was getting the be careful of, like, spreading yourself too thin because I really think that there's something maybe that's coming up uh, new project, or maybe you're going to be um, doing something in the near future where you're helping people. Um, I, I don't know if you do that already, but I think that's what I'm picking up, that that's what you're going to be doing, and you're going to need to be careful not to um, n- not to spread yourself too thin and, and doing this project, which involves helping people. You know, my career is selling real estate, so mm-hmm. I'm, con- I'm constantly, um, I'm really good at focusing on, on taking someone and in one day finding them their dream place or, you know, their wish list. Oh, so okay. That, okay. That's yeah. what I and, and when you say, but the truth is I love just talking to people about life. That's my favorite thing there is. You know, just relating to the moment and to find spiritual things to talk about. That, that you're right, is, is my favorite and passion. But so is real estate. I love houses. Yes, and that is possibly what I was getting because, yeah, I could, I could actually see what I was saying fit with what you're doing because uh, as a real estate agent, often, you know, you may bend over backwards helping someone to find uh, the right home. And, you know, just, you know, putting so much of yourself and helping them in that way. Um, so 
just, you know, be careful that you don't spread yourself too thin. It's okay to tell someone you've done as much as you can do for them. Oh, absolutely. You're right, and 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 you're right. It's true. It's the only career I've ever had. And yeah, I, but um, see, I'm but I see, I'm picking up that you're like you're like me. You do not give up on things easily because in your mind you don't see anything as impossible. You see everything exactly. as solvable, and so often we don't we're not we don't want to throw in the towel on things. We want to keep going because we know. We can do this. We can solve this problem. And, I, and I'm just picking up that you're just like me. You're not going to throw in the towel when you should. You're going to do it way past when you should have. So you you need to be careful. But when we have free will and, and we have so much going on, can't we just write, like, I don't know. What else is there to do if not that? You know, maybe. Yeah. I don't but know. You have to remember, you've got to always keep that good balance. You, you oh, know what I mean? that's true. Oh, that's you know, true. A balance, because, that's right. That's not Yeah, right. because we are talking your career, so we're talking about keeping a good balance of what you give and what you get. And you won't be able to help people if you're living out of your car. You know? No, so, I agree. You got to keep. You have to keep a good balance, and I think that's why I'm getting that. You know, I just I need to tell you, just be careful of giving too much to the point where you start to suffer. Okay. Do you ever talk about love and and relationships? Do you see yes. anything? Do you? I just um, ended a relationship with someone. I've been on and off with for a few years, and I'm and it was my decision, and I feel really healthy with it. Right. Um, do, do you do you see anybody new that I've met being more than friends? I've met someone new, and I'm wondering if it's platonic. We'll say that. I I can't really say that because what I'm getting is when you first started asking about it, what I got was career and that this is a choice that you made because you're in a state of being very content with where you're at. Um Bobby and Sarah, what are what are you guys picking up? Um I just kind of got uh nothing nothing right now. I have trouble discerning like how far into the future things happen um or the time scale of things, but nothing for right now. Um, I guess, in the near future. Boy, you guys are good, because that's exactly how I feel about it. And to hear, no, but to hear confirmation and just reassuring that, you know, I'm feeling the right thing, that's why I like reading. Because, do you see what I mean? Even though I feel I know what's right, confirmation is the key. Mm-hmm. And so you can always it, talk. Your, you can talk yourself out of it and say, "Oh no, this is just me. It's my ego." Exactly. So, well, thank you for all this time. I love you're you welcome, guys. Love you, love you. Yes, and, uh, I'm, I'm listening. Thank you again. 
Yes, thank you, Mary Lou, and it was great talking to you. It's Diane, 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 Mary Lou. Oh, Diane, I'm That's sorry. Okay. We're, we're all I'm listen. looking at a, I'm looking at a like a long list of numbers and names. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm Diane from California. But love okay, you, Diane, have a good day. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, what we're going to do now is I'm going to play the promo real quick, um, and then we're going to be back. And we are actually we're going to do um, we're going to do probably another 20 to 30 minutes and then we're going to wrap it up. So, and we're going to, well, don't worry everyone, we'll pick up the pace now that we've got, you know, like more callers holding. Okay, so we'll be right back with you. I'm going to run the promo and we'll be right back. Are you tired of falling short of your goals? Do you feel stuck, unsatisfied with the direction your life has taken? Has your business fallen flat lately? Or is your sales team just not performing at their best? Are you ready for a change? Sherry Andrea, a top personal development coach who has helped hundreds achieve their dreams and goals, is once again taking new clients. Never tried coaching? Try a free trial coaching session today. Call 1-407-777-9247 or learn more at SherryAndrea.com. The life you dreamed of is right around the corner. Okay, and we're back. Okay, so we're going to take the next caller now. Uh, Let's see. The next caller is area code 302. Hi, you're on the air. What's your question? Hi, this is Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi. How are you doing? I just wanted to find out um, basically what you... Um, see coming ahead for me, any messages for me or, um, and you know, anything as far as just trying to see where my road's going to lead me. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, Sarah, what are you getting? Um, Susan, are you changing jobs, looking at a new job without a job right now? I have a job right now, but I haven't been very happy at the job, so. Okay, that's fine. So you're wanting it to change. Um, yeah. I, I can see you leaving the job to make a change, but not just for anything. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, the right, I think the right job will come along, and you'll know it when it comes. You'll know it in your gut, so you don't have to be, you know, is this the right one, is this the right one? You'll just know right. it, and then. It will kind of uh, turn into like the perfect situation. Like, okay, here's this job I'm going to apply for. Oh, this is better than I thought it was going to be. So I, I do see that coming for you. Um, and I see a concern with you about money and about the finances with it. Like, maybe leaving your job, how would you get another job that pays enough or that gives you um, flexibility, time, money that you need to have? But I see it all being there um, kind of because you expect it to be, and you're manifesting the job on your own. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And do you, do you see this within the same company, or do you think I'll leave the company I'm with now? Um, I don't know, but give me a second. Maybe uh, maybe Bobby can weigh in or uh, Bobby, Bobby, something. I'll let you know. You, Bobby, okay. what are you getting? 
Um, initially, I, I felt really heavy when you first started talking. So it's like it's almost like this is a situation that you're almost stressing out about. Mm, but yeah, um, <laughs> definitely. But, um, I I don't get the feeling that it is within the same company. I, I do get the feeling that it's going to be something completely different. So okay. I don't know if it's completely different in the sense of same line of work, completely different company, or mm-hmm. just completely different work, different company, different everything. Okay. Um, yeah, see, I'm but, getting kind of the same. I'm getting... I'm getting a combination of what you're getting and what Sarah's getting. Yeah, I'm getting that, like, right now she's, like, not happy where she's at. Um, You know, it's like this, you know, that thing, that feeling like you're where you're at right now, and it's like that constant, "Mm, I'm not happy here. This isn't making me feel good. And then I'm, um, I'm getting that, yeah, you do need to move on from that, but... I'm getting something about you, You two things. First of all, having no fear and trusting anything you get with your gut. Like literally trust, trusting getting those, that, you know, in, intuitive pull that you get that says do this or that. And I get it as it relates to possibly learning something new. I don't know if that means going back to school or if there is something you've always wanted to do, some industry you've always wanted to be in, but I'm literally getting that it is time for you to consider learning some new skill or new something to be able to move on to this job that you would be better at. Okay, okay. So basically what I'm saying is you're not really going to find your happiness going laterally, meaning leaving this company for the same somewhere else that's maybe just a nicer place where you feel better. That's that's not going to be the solution that's really going to make you feel feel like, yeah, this is right, yeah, my life is balanced now, no. I'm literally getting that this has to be a move because whatever it is you're doing right now, that's not what you should be doing. So there is some... You know, there's a little bit of soul searching on your part you need to do. What is it that you really should be doing? What are you best suited for? You need to not be afraid to do this soul searching and to start the process of heading in that direction. Right, um, right. Sarah, yeah, did you... And that is what I'm kind of, you know, my gut, you know, I'm just not, I just don't feel that I'm getting any joy or benefiting from my job you know it's just a paycheck and that's it yeah Sarah are you getting anything um about you know a lot of times people ask us about new job change job but are you getting anything about like her like doing something totally different like she's just doing the wrong thing right now um I did get after um Bobby started talking um, that Susan would be going to not at the same company, but also like a whole different, uh, I, I want to say industry, a whole different way of doing things that, that will utilize the skill set that she already has. But like you said, Sherry, add to it um, with something new, some new component 
where where she'll be really well suited for it, and it, it will be that niche, like, oh, this is where I've always been, like, this is where I was supposed to be. And do you yeah. think, like, there's going to be somebody that offers me this, you think, or, because I don't have much time as well, far as going see, out I'm, there and really speaking it at this point. I'm, yeah, no, I'm getting that this is going to involve you learning some new skills, so that's why I said I don't know. I'm being, that's what I'm getting. I'm being told that this involves you actually learning some new skills. I don't know if that's going to be studying it on your own or if you're going to take a short course in it or what. But whatever it is that you want to do, that you end up deciding you you want to do, this is going mm-hmm. to be um, – this. you know how a person, like, comes up with something they really want to do, and even though they don't have experience, they've never done it before, their gut right. tells them it's right for them, and they right. actually have to take that, like, leap of faith and go, you know – I'm just going to take a chance. I'm going to take this course, and then I'm going to try to get a job in this. Literally, this is going to require you, I feel, to take a little bit of a leap of faith and Mm -hmm. to really say, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to find somewhere where I can take a short course in this, and I'm going to try to get into this job, this industry, whatever it is. So first step, you're going to have to do – so as far as you asking us about the timing – you have to realize yeah. this requires something on your part. So that timing is in your control because it's going to require you to do something. Like first step is you doing the soul searching and realizing what it is. And second, right. you taking action to start heading in that direction, whether that be to take a course, um, to start, you know, um sending out maybe a redoing your resume so that it's right for whatever that type of job is or that industry. You know what I mean? So there is going to be some things to be done in your part. So I don't see this happening, like, in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Right, right. Okay. Then I I can see you sitting at a table or a desk um, sort of flipping through, like, a course catalog, like community colleges will send out of the Mm -hmm. courses they have available, or, like, a community education, like, bulletin or program, something that you can flip through, and I can, um, you're flipping through it, and you see something, and you're like, yes, that's it, and then that's sort of the course you sign up for, and that's what gets you on your path. Um, okay. And speaking from my personal you know experience, what I, just I did, did that. I in the mail the other day, yeah. but I actually look at it. I I okay. contemplated looking at it, and now I don't know if I threw it out in the trash. I was like, it was sitting there, and I was like, Oh come on! You don't have time, you know, to do this. So if you I just threw it out. If you threw it out, another one will come. Don't worry, okay. because you're supposed to be looking at it. And if it if it's any consolation to you, um, I decided to change my major in college, having no idea what I wanted to do, and literally right. scrolled through the list of majors until I saw one that was like, oh, that's good. That's what I want to yeah. do, and changed right. it out of the blue. Okay, well, yeah. I'll be looking for that other catalog real soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if your neighbors see you going through your garbage, they'll have they'll have me to blame, me and Sarah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies. Um, I really appreciate that information. And uh, we wish you um, luck. Thank but you. you won't, thank you. Won't you. Need thank it. you so things, much. Things will fall. Have a great New Year. Stay. You too. All right. All Bye-bye. right. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, that was really good. Um, 
Yeah. I, I just, you know, I, it was like I just knew. It was like it's not the same. It's a, it's not the same thing, not the same company. Mm-hmm. I I almost, you know, sometimes you almost feel like the person, you they, they need somebody to tell them it's okay not to want that, that thing that they're already into and they've already got going on. It's okay not to want that. It's okay to want the thing that you think is right for yourself. Yeah, it's hard sometimes to do that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you you know, do you, a person just needs to be reminded it's okay, you know, to want and to go after what you really feel will be better for you or more right for you. So let's see who is next. We have a caller from 347 area code. Hi, you're on the air. How are you? I'm fine, and you? Oh, great. And do you have a question for us? Yeah. Hi, ladies. How are you? Um, Can you tell us your name, please? It just helps me connect. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Soroya. Okay. Okay. Soroya, what's your question? Can I just have a general as well? Sure. Whoever wants to go first, you can just jump right in. Hmm, I'm getting that uh let me see. You're there you're you're in this state where you're not you're not totally content with where you are right now. But coming up you're going to be more content. I don't know what's going on in your present moment that had you kind of feeling like almost it's not that anything's wrong. I I'm picking up that it's not that like anything specifically wrong currently. It's just that you you know how sometimes you can sit around your house and be like, yeah, everything's just fine. But at the same time, you have this feeling like maybe there's something more that you need or want, but you can't put your finger on it. You just have a desire for something. You just don't know what it is. And I feel like that's where you're at right now. Nothing is really necessarily um, wrong, Um, although in the past it was. I don't know if you just got over a breakup or something, but you um, just finished getting over something, some type of loss. I don't know if it was breakup, you lost your job, but it was a loss of some sort that you're just now getting over. So what I all I want to say is um, you're just coming out of it. You know, you're just coming out of that. You're still on the upward you know, you're still going upward. You you haven't quite gotten to the top of the mountain yet where you're finally going to take a deep breath, relax, and be content. You're not quite there yet, but you're on your way there. Very soon you're going to be very happy, very content, and um, things are going to be going really, really well for you. Um, basically, uh, well for you in the sense that things that you want and that you desire, how you want your life to be, um, all of that you're going to have. Um, you just hang in there and keep doing whatever it is you're doing because you're slowly getting there. Um, Sarah or Bobby, what are you getting? Um, Soraya, do you have a grandma who has passed? Yes, I do. Pardon me? <clears throat> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Has your Do you have a grandma who has passed away? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, she's she's with you now pretty strongly, 
Um, she wants you to know that she's with you, and she's offering you comfort um, for, I think, maybe for whatever you're kind of sad or upset about. She's there, like, rubbing your back. It's okay, honey. It's okay. Um, and I think maybe it's hard for you around the holidays because she's not there in your body, but, but she is with you in spirit and wants you to know that she's celebrating the holidays with you still. She's still there with you. She's saying living the struggle with you until until things get better and you don't need her as much, but she's walking with you every day. Oh, wow. That's good to know. I do feel like as if I have. And Bobby, what are you getting? Um, when you were first asking, you know, for a general reading, it's like my chest started to hurt. And then it immediately went away, which to me says, you know, they're, like Sherry was saying, either something that was really hard and stressful or like a breakup or something like that, or even, you know, the holidays. Or, you know, it did, but it is going to get better. It is going to heal. You are going to feel better. And, like, it goes along with Sarah's comments. Um coming from your grandmother, that she's there, she's there to support you. So just know, even when you get stressed, know that you have the support system and feel free to ask her for anything that you need. She can hear you, you'll know when she's responding to you. I mean, you'll get that feeling, so just feel free to ask her anything, anytime. I always talk to her. Yeah, keep keep talking to her. Keep talking. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I hope that that helped. Yeah, you ladies were definitely on point. <laughs> thank you. Very oh, much. thank you. And I hope you have a good holiday. You too, as well. Thank okay. you. Okay, and have a good New Year's as well. Um, I will. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, unless I mean we've got just a couple of more callers, um, and then we're gonna wrap it up. We we did pretty good today, ladies. <laughs> Usually there's like so many more, and we're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're gonna take a call from area code eight one seven. Hi, you're on the air. How are you? Hello. I'm great. Um, What's my your... name is Cass Kena. Cass that is my real name. I go by Cass. Oh, okay, And I'm Cass. so glad I got through. Um, I um, have a situation that happened, and it kind of had led me to you, Sherry. Um, and right after Christmas, um, I had like a flash of light in my head, and I started hearing voices. Initially, I thought that I was sick. Maybe bipolar. I was really upset. They wouldn't stop. It was just like nonstop talking. Um, I started listening and thinking, okay, maybe this is in my past. I kept trying to relate things to my past whatever I was hearing. One of the things I kept hearing were the sweet self. So I had Googled it, and that's how I found you. Oh, okay. And yes, after that point, I started to realize that none of it was my past. It was all in the future, and it was proven to me over and over and over again. 
God would hear something. It did not mean just little things like my neighbor might come say something to me. But whatever I was hearing, it was always, it involved me. Um, and it still happens, but I have a lot more control over it. Like I can block it out. Um, it's a male voice. There's a female that talks, and she, that whatever she says never happens. It's like, but she's crystal clear. So now when I have to clear my mind and listen. And now, I mean, I'm much more comfortable. At first, I really thought I was sick. Um, I was really upset. Um, I thought that I was going to be put in a psychiatric ward. I mean, it was really devastating for me. And then I started to, oh, this is devastating. Um, the other thing that started happening was I would get these emotional feelings that weren't mine. And I thought they were at first, and then I started to realize they weren't. They were other people, and they would come and tell me how they were feeling. Right. Now that everything's come under, it's almost been a year now, and now I don't know. I mean, I like well, to speak with, now. I'm under control now. I just don't know what to do with it anymore. I don't. I don't know if I should do. Well, it's um when you have, I mean, the, I always tell people, um, m- most people have to work to make this connection of the three selves happen: the the, the lower self, the higher self, and the I am present. Most people have to work to make that happen. However, it still still does happen that um, some people are just um, in a state where they're just they're ready for it. Um, they've worked on a lot of their past issues, and so it can happen. Well, technically, you did ask for it. You okay. just don't remember. Well, because this Nobody is just tell me that you wanted to. Oh, that is so yes, funny. because I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, that's okay. This is just one lifetime. You know, this is just right. one lifetime and one lifetime's experience. But you've done this many, many times. I always explain to my son that it's more like we're on vacation, and I remind him, okay, well, when when you go on vacation, you go for a period of time, but then you always want to come back home. When you go back home, you will remember everything. However, while you're living the lifetime, you're not supposed to remember all those things so that it doesn't um, it doesn't affect the experience so that you can learn the lessons you need to learn. So you don't remember, okay. however, what your goal always is, is spiritual advancement, always. When you're on the other side, that is the main goal. Since you, since you have existed, that is the goal of everything is that spiritual advancement. So just call it or think of it like just a wake-up call. Um, you didn't have to ask for it. It was your time. You may have planned it for this lifetime. You may have planned to awaken in some way in this lifetime. And it's so, what, yeah. yeah. That scares me, though. Was there something, you know, I, I think, okay, maybe – I did ask for this, and, and but there was a reason for it. I mean, it seems like somebody was working really hard with me. I know how faint it sounds, but it still, at the time when I was, when it first happened, I couldn't sleep, but I was okay. I could, I could still function. I was still eating. I just could not. But it felt like people were helping me. You weren't there. And that's where you're at, right? So that's crazy. where you're at right now. You need to because you can hear. Um, the male, the, it's understandable. The the male, the female voice is very clear. However, the divine feminine is the creator energy, and the divine masculine is uh, more of the. I think of it as the uh, 
the part of you that is out in front, that's very much is in control, uh, making you not be too passive. So uh, that makes sense for the way you say the voices are coming through. You need to ask some questions, though. Yeah, when I that, ask questions, I don't know if they're telling me the future, if they're telling me now. Uh, I, I just, I don't but know. But that's, that. that's a part of it. That's a part of what they're going to help you to learn. They are going to help you to learn discernment. So do not be surprised if they tell you things that end up not being true. Because this, a part of this is a lesson with learning to discern. Um, I had somebody that told me that uh, one of her guides would tell her, oh, this is going to happen. Just watch. And would actually tell her, okay, go down to this bar and just wait. You're going to see. This is going to happen and that's going to happen. And then she would come home when it wouldn't happen and she would feel foolish. And she'd be like, and they'd be like, yeah. But it was over trying to teach her the lesson of discernment, which is you're not supposed to just take, the you know anyone's word for it you're supposed to try to learn how to discern things for yourself and not just you know it would be easy if all we had to do is listen and follow that would be easy but you have to learn how to discern um bobby and sarah what are you getting yeah it's interesting because i had the same thing happen to me but i was like 11 12 years old and i thought i was crazy and i thought if i told my mom i heard voices i would be institutionalized um, mm-hmm. it's very, very scary and I completely I completely, I, I completely know where you're coming from. Um yeah. I, I found it helpful when I hear things sometimes. I don't always hear clearly, but if I write and you can look up automatic writing, I didn't know what I was doing at first. I would just write this stuff and I I wasn't hearing it clearly, but I would write and it would come out. You might try that as a way to get clearer messages. And I think with time, if you're patient with yourself, you'll figure out what you're supposed uh-huh. to do with it. I didn't know I was but, hearing it. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know why. Um, I get it now, and I, I think it becomes clearer with time as you're more confident with it. Yeah. You know, if you're saying like you were writing, um, I noticed one time I, I had completely just kind of relaxed and kind of, I've been working with my ego, just trying to understand what ego means and what it all is. And all of a sudden, once I had, I guess, kind of my e- let go of my ego, something talked right through me. It, and it was somebody, it, it, I knew who it was. It sounded like one of my family members. It was bizarre. And I thought, whoa. And, and we didn't, I mean, she got like three words out. And I sat back and said, whoa, wait a minute. That's bizarre. And I, I don't know, just so much has happened to me. I don't even know where to begin. I'm just. But yeah, I but you sound really good and really, com- you know, you sound okay with it. You sound really good, really confident. Yeah, yeah. because they kept showing me over and over that what I, the, the male voice that would tell me, just he just talks, he's not talking. It's like he's just, and then maybe my neighbor would come over and say the exact same thing, and I'd be thinking <laughs> in my head, whoa. <laughs> that is, but there's nothing, there's no point in it. The, the thing is what I'm, what, I'm like, what is it's not like I can change it or I can't, I don't know who, who it's going to be. I don't know anything else. All I know is just I'm going to hear somebody say it or I might see it on TV. And so that's where I'm kind of at. Just like now I believe in myself. I know that I'm not crazy. I know that I'm actually, something is happening to me. I just don't know what to do with it. I, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, you might check out, out. Uh, Sherry has a really good, 
online forum that she has through her website, SherryAndrea.com. It's backslash forum. I, I would look at joining that if I were you. We have some really good discussions in there. Um, it's a good way okay. for people to bounce things off each other. Um, Bobby Marley and I are both on it, and we post questions all the time, you know, asking about things, wondering about things, hey, sharing experiences. Um, it might be a good way for you to connect with some other like-minded people and just kind of bounce ideas off them and see what they do, see how they figure it out. Uh, I think that might be okay. a path that would help you. Yeah, because I know besides um, you and Bobby, there's a couple other people that manifest um, hearing in that way. So yeah, it really it really helps because I get I, I manifest it differently. <laughs> um, I'm more like I get it more in the background, but um, you know, also there's Joanne on the forum. She's dealt with what, you know, the same thing that you dealt with when, Sarah, when you were young. She dealt with it at an older age. Um, and so there's so many people who have dealt with it at different ages, coming after different points in their life. And so, yeah, I think you could end up, you know, having a lot of different people to um, give you their feedback so it could help you and to ask questions of, you know, people that are manifesting an ability the same way you are. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure that, you know, I, I started studying this, you know, I'm in this time, I, I was here for a reason, and that I do what I wanted to do here on, you know, at this time, and I guess that's where I'm just kind of stuck on, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, and you could feel confident that right now you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're exactly where you would plan for yourself to be. Um, so just you know, be, have feel confident in that. You know, you're okay. you're that's, this means you're on the right path. I I'd be, you know, I don't know. This is just me personally. I'd be more concerned uh, with someone that's not awakening because that happens. Some people they get the wake-up call and they don't hear it, you know what I mean? Or they somehow do yeah. manage to ignore it totally and to, you know, brush it off or to put it off because of uh, whatever belief system they have, whatever religious background they have, they manage to, you know, push it away. Uh, so just be thankful that you're being more accepting of it and you're strong enough to do that. Okay, okay. That makes sense to me. It really does. Because I had to, because my, I'm actually Mormon. Oh, okay. <laughs> when it gets, well, and then I just kept talking to God about it, saying this is going against everything I've ever been taught. And then I just got um, some confirmations that I, I was not on the right path, and that's okay. But, you know, I'm not going to, um, Right. I don't it, it's feel guilty okay. or anything for going another way. I don't right. feel it, It's okay not to, nobody is saying that you've got to go to church and now you've got to share this with everybody and you've got to tell everybody what you've got going on. No, it's still okay. It's still, if you're going to go to church every week and you're it's okay to do that, but don't feel like you have to tell everybody, you know, what you right. have going on if you think that they're not going to be as accepting of it. You know, right. you can still enjoy that part of your life while this part is growing and expanding. 
Yes, I, I don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't feel know. like you have to do. Yeah, just you know, you don't feel like you have to do that. Um, you can still enjoy the parts of your life that you, you know, the things that have been in your life, you know, and, and okay. enjoy this awakening and developing as well. Okay. Okay. That, that makes sense. Thank you so much for talking to me with about it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and I look forward to seeing you on the forum. Okay, I will. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we have enough time. We're going to take, uh, let's see. We have enough time. We're going to take... Uh, Maybe two more callers if we have the time. Okay, so it depends on how this goes. Okay, so our next caller we're going to take is 773 area code. And then, let's see. I'm trying to keep it straight. Okay, we have a 773 that we're getting ready to take, but then there's someone from a 352 that just came on. Um, we're going to try to also squeeze the 352 in um, if we can. So let's just see how it goes. Hi, you're on the air. What's your name? Hello, my name is Glenn. Hi, Glenn. How you doing? I'm just doing fine. Quite an interesting your... show. Hey. Uh, I just What's wanted your... a reading. Uh, my birthday is 9-15-1950. Um, for you, I'm getting that, um, let me see if I'm right. Something, uh, career-oriented is going on for you right now. Um, I don't know if it's that you've been wishing for a new job, um, or you're not happy in your current job, but I'm, I'm seeing that you're, you're going to be wishing for that new job for a little bit longer, but then something is going to come along where things are going to change. I don't know if it's that you're going to end up finding a job that's a little bit more uh, creative or hands-on than you're used to having, or if it's that you're going to get creative with getting a job. I always get confused with that one. I'm not sure if it's a creative job or that you're going to get creative with the getting of that job. Um, but then I see that this uh, maybe a job that has you uh, moving around. This may not be a job where you're uh, stable in one place all day. So I don't know if your past work experience has been like sitting in an office, but that's not what I'm getting. I'm getting that you're going to be, it's going to have you going around different places. So maybe traveling within the local area, because I don't know, I'm not picking up that you're going to be traveling far. So maybe you're going to have to be, with this new job, going different places in the local area. Uh, Sarah, what are you getting? Um, I, don't, I think this is related. I can see Glenn. I don't know what the trend is today with spirit showing me people sitting at tables looking at paper. Um, <laughs> but I see Glenn looking at a newspaper. And, Glenn, I don't know if it's maybe like classified ads for jobs. Or if you're trying, if you're looking at moving to a new place, or if you're trying to buy something and you're looking in the newspaper, uh, maybe a car or something. But I can see you 
taking a highlighter and circling the things that you're interested in in the newspaper and calling, like, uh, I may as well try this. I'll see what it turns up. Um, but it turns up something positive for you and something that you'll like. And I'm sorry I'm not being more specific, um, but I'm, I'm just seeing you sitting with the highlighter in the newspaper, circling and calling, and then something uh, coming into fruition because of it. And for some reason I keep thinking it's a car, but I don't know. Okay, well, I am in the uh, transportation uh, business, and... Uh I was uh, on a decision on whether to try to stay there or to get another job in that same um, field. Mm. Well, I think you're still going to be doing something that has you moving around like that. I'm not sure if it's going to be different. I'm not getting that. I'm just getting that it's going to be, you're going to be moving around. Maybe that's my association with car, like cars moving you from place to place. I'm I'm not sure. <coughs> what okay. type of transportation? Uh, I'm in the busing transportation field. <laughs> that's and, what I thought. Um, uh, but I'm getting sedan. Yeah, I saw you. That's what I was getting. I was getting motor coach, but see, right. for what you've been doing. But no, right now, I I feel like Sarah. I'm getting something smaller. I'm getting like a car, too. And what keeps coming to mind, and this is really funny, don't laugh at me, mirrors keep coming to mind. <laughs> you know, mirrors transformation. Like yeah, because, you know, they do motor coaches, too, but, you know, they do uh, taxis and sedan-type service, taxi, sedan, right. limousines. For some reason, I keep what I got is mirrors keeps coming to mind, and just like Sarah, I'm seeing and getting more of a car, like a, a black sedan specifically. Okay, okay. Well, you're close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if How you are right on the money, so or... yeah, I appreciate it. Well, I'm not sure if you – I mean, I think that based on what, like, Sarah was getting, it basically tells you what you need to do. And right, you need right. to keep looking and not get discouraged because, you know, it, it sounds like Sarah was, like, reading in that you're just like, oh, okay, I might as well call it. it and it didn't really feel like you're – I don't know. Like, you know, like, when you've been looking for so long – and you start to get tired of looking, tired of the process, yes. I think that what she said lets you know you need to just keep looking and have faith because you're literally going to maybe trip over it. Um, well, that's Bobby, what I've been doing. Yes, that's, that's yeah. what I decided to do, uh, not to give up and keep trying and staying in the same field. So I really appreciate it. It really sounds... Bobby, what are you what getting? I'm getting along the same lines, although I kept getting like like an account rep, like um, more of like a, I guess it's not management, but like getting the clients. Mm. So maybe, maybe like if it is like a, a sedan service or, or a limo service or something like that, you know, maybe what I'm seeing is you actually, you know, picking up the clients. But it's almost like an account rep type thing where 
you're you're going out there and you're finding the people to bring into the company as clients kind of thing. So I don't know, like I said, that may be because you're a driver of one of those vehicles, so you are literally going and getting the clients. <laughs> but I, I, I don't see well, you being see, I, I, I got something, you know, what I was getting was something creative. That's why I was saying when I get that, I'm not – I'm I'm not really good at creative with interpreting when I am being told something creative. Like I said, I didn't know whether that was you're going to be doing a creative job or you're going to get more creative with getting the job. But definitely some type of creative. So, Bobby, that kind of goes along with what you said because I kind of see sales as being a more um, of a creative field. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got it. It's kind of challenging to, <laughs> to get clients in that way. So you do have to get creative to get clients. Exactly. Well, you know, both of you know. sound uh, uh, close to almost the same thing. What I've actually kind of uh, told myself. So I, okay. I I would say both of you are are in the in the ballpark. Yeah. So yes, and and. Uh, I appreciate it because well, I, think, I really yeah, I, I think Sarah, um, you know, really pay attention to what Sarah said, you right. know, because that has to do with the actions that you're taking. And I really feel that, you know, whenever it comes to readings that, you know, it's like you get good information, but you've got to translate it and put it into action. What what are you going to do? So now you know that you need to keep looking. You know, right. don't you know, don't get lazy with it. Don't be discouraged. Just keep doing it. It's an ongoing process. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to get you're going to get a new job. Absolutely. Right. Just keep, keep doing what you're doing. Right. Well, guys, thank you very much. You're, you're welcome. welcome. Have a good night or good rest of the day. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. Well, we've got one more caller. I don't know if you guys want to go ahead. We've only got one minute left. So if you guys want to go ahead and take the last caller. Sure. Okay. Works for me. Okay. Three five two, you're on the air. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm just struggling a little bit. I've had a bad four years and uh, really bad this year. My son was murdered in September, and we're still searching for his body. And yeah, maybe you could tell me something about that. And what's your name? My name is Cindy, and I live in Citrus County, Florida. Mm, okay, I'm Cindy. I live here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. And I can honestly say that many times when I've seen it on the news, I have asked that question, and I haven't. I haven't gotten anything. Let me see what Sarah and Bobby. Sarah and Bobby, do you get anything? Uh, I I'm not right now. Um, I'm getting like a void. Let I'm me not, see. I'm not seeing anything. I think that. Um, I can see where where um, everyone's been working on this, and I can see where everybody's been working on it and trying to find him. Mm-hmm. 
And but here's the thing: you're putting a lot of energy towards doing that, and a yes, lot of yourself <laughs> emotionally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I also see you, even in mm-hmm. the future, standing up, being really strong, like people think of a mother, how a mother is. Like, you know, how uh-huh. people think of how strong a mother is for her kids. I see you doing that and standing really strong. And I see it um, in the future leading to getting closer to your goal of finding him. However, I don't actually um, – I see something new, something that's going to change your emotions about it. So, um it's almost that can like, be good. Um, yeah, I mean, I see that it's happening, good. you know, in the next maybe, few maybe, months. Maybe um, that'll be them finding the body, because that's what I'm waiting for, them to find the body. So, I mean, my granddaughter's, his children, he was 27, so his children can, you know, and me can start having some closure. I think once the bodies come, justice will be later. It's just finding that body, you know? Right, exactly. Me, what, and what, I, what is your son's name? Kenny Ritchie. He was 27 from... Central Springs, Florida. They put him out as missing, but he's not missing. He's crossed over already. Yeah, he he is. He he's coming through to me. Like I'm okay, mom. Um, don't worry about me. I'm in a better place now. And he's almost telling me it doesn't matter if they find the body or not. He's like, it doesn't matter if they find my body because I'm in a better place. My body doesn't mean anything um, other than mm-hmm. what it means to everyone. You know, everyone symbolically. Um, uh-huh. uh, well, sometimes it's hard for me to translate. He, like, uh, Mom, it's it's okay. You guys don't have to hold on to this anymore. Um, even if my body, even if you found it, I can't come back. So I want you to help mm-hmm. the girls move on. Right. What's well, the seven-year-old? She's the one day asking when we're going to have a funeral and stuff. It's like, you know. And when I see her, I couldn't even see her for three months because this has been three months now. It happened three months ago. And just to see her makes me want to cry. And I have to hold my composure for her, you know. It's like, and she asks me, Grandma, when are we going to have a funeral? I'm like, uh, this, you know. You have to remember, this is a great time for you, and I remind my friends of this all the time, that sometimes even though this is a, a bad thing that's going on and bad thing has happened, this is always an opportunity for you to, and I may not say this the right way, for you to teach your your kids and your grandkids um, lessons that they have to learn and ways to see things. And this is a perfect time for you to explain to her Uh what this really is, what his body really is as opposed to his true self, his spirit, and his soul. Right. The part of him that really mattered. Right. Well, the problem with that is uh, about a week after he was murdered, they found a body, and they were pretty sure it was his. They still haven't got the DNA back on it yet, but uh, the the daughter, my daughter-in-law, told the seven-year-old that, your daddy was in the park and he was exercising and he had a heart attack. So that's what she thinks. So she's thinking, now there should be a funeral, you know, or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we right. jumped the gun on that one. We jumped the gun not realizing it's going to be 120 days away before we get DNA back. Right. So exactly. So we can right now that, you know, we're waiting for the doctor to you know, do tests on him and stuff and to see why he died, you know, what was wrong with him because he was so young, you know? Right. That's something we can tell her. But she says she has dreams. She says he comes to her in his dreams. And I'm sure he is. 
I'm sure he is. Um, you need to listen to her. You know what I mean? When she says that he comes to her in her dream, ask uh-huh. her. Ask her, well, what did he say? What did he tell you? Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure he's communicating things to her in her dream. You know, yeah, he told her that she told her that he loved her, and missed her very much, and that he'd be back to see her, and that she that he died near a park on a trail. That's what he told her. And my sister, my daughter in law freaked out. She goes, We've never mentioned anything about no trail to her or anything like that. So that is scary. That's kind of strange. That, yeah, and that's validation to help she said you she's in heaven to too. know to listen to her. She's in heaven too. She told him. She, her mom woke her up out of the dream. She said, See, you see the light, mom? It is light coming through the window, you know, from the curtains. So she said that was heaven. And the door was shutting to heaven. That was dad leaving, daddy leaving. And, and sometimes that does happen, what we are seeing in the dream, and then as we wake up, there's some there's some connection or something that's almost similar, and it can be, it could confuse us when we first wake up. Right, but right. It's well, because like it's so though. similar. It right, doesn't right. matter. Her, her age doesn't matter. I mean, when I think of the things right. that I saw and I knew when I was younger mm-hmm. than that, mm-hmm. so you need to... Listen to her, you know, because he's trying to actually help her with this. Uh-huh. Right, right. You know, so, okay, you yeah. know, don't don't worry. I mean, you, you realize that you made a little bit of a mistake and you jumped the gun and now she's like, okay, well, why aren't we having a funeral because of what you told her? I know that it's really hard and you try to figure out what is it that you're going to tell somebody that's so young. And I know often we don't want to tell them the truth, the reality, because we think it's too much for them. We think we're not going to be able to to explain it to them in a way they're going to understand. Yeah, but, when her mother period when she was like older, she told her he was murdered. She didn't want to tell him he was murdered this young. You know what I'm saying? Because she wanted to have nightmares. <laughs> no, and you don't have to tell her that. You, but, I mean, you can tell her something else that may not be like giving her any information, but may be explaining to her that sometimes there's not always a body. Um, but, you know, listen for the guidance from him. Just sit quietly and listen for the guidance and let him help guide you in what what okay. to do. And I think if you do that, uh you'll uh-huh. something will come to you to help you to know uh-huh. how you guys can maybe handle this to, okay. you know, help uh give 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 your the seven year old what she'll be okay with. Um right, right. um Bobby. Yes. <laughs> Did you already? I, I'm sorry, I forgot. I I don't know. I think Sarah. That was Sarah talking. Did, okay. <laughs> were you getting anything? I'm sorry. I still mix your voices up. <laughs> um, I keep hearing that it's okay to cry, even if it's in front of an eleven-year-old. And I, like you were saying, Sherry, this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to show others, being the daughter-in-law, being the grandchild, you don't have to put on a strong face. You don't have to shut yourself down just to try to help them. 
See, I'm just doing Sorry. that with her because she was been around for three months, and like I haven't been getting her because of it. But now I'm okay. I'm strong enough now. I think I can be around her. You know, but at first I wasn't. Right, but right. And, said, and you know, true. Can you, you need to make sure that you're in a good place too. But it's mm-hmm. okay. It's it, she's a strong little girl. She really is. And the fact that her father is coming to her in her dreams, he knows she's a strong little girl. So. Uh-huh. Don't she, I want to say she can handle more than than what you guys think she can. I'm not saying mm-hmm. tell her that she that he was murdered. I, I'm not right, right, I mean, right. not saying that, but right. Yes, we think that that little kids they're young, they don't understand, but right. they're just like us. They've lived the past lives. They've been around for a really long time. And I think she is right. more advanced than a lot of us. So I think that she can handle it. She un- I, I honestly think that she understands. She, okay. She's learning to deal with the fact that he's not coming back. She understands uh-huh. that. But in his dream, how he did say that he will see her again, I almost uh-huh. get the feeling that he's going to reincarnate, but not uh-huh. Uh-huh. as a person. It's going to be an animal, a pet, or, wow. or or something along that line. Maybe a dog in a couple of years, or a cat, or something like that. And it'll be interesting to see if if she does end up with a with a pet down the road. Just keep an eye on that pet and see if you see any similarities between okay. the pet's behavior, especially towards her. She might be getting a pet pretty soon, actually, because she lost her other pet, so she might be getting a pet real soon, I'm sure. That it is very possible, and I'm not going to say that it is guaranteed that this will happen. I'm saying it's a very high possibility that that new pet may Uh be your son reincarnate. Uh So maybe just, maybe you know, don't. Don't go and say, "Oh, this is him," you know. And it could be a female. Oh no, no, I wouldn't you know, say that. Say, when she told me she, yeah, she told me she said <laughs> he was going to come back and see her and her mother. She meant in her dreams she said, you know what I'm saying? That's what she meant when she was telling me that she he's going to come back and see. He'll be back to see her and her mother. She said he'll be back to visit. Is what he said. Back to visit her, yeah. But that could also mean reincarnation. And, and I'm not saying that you have to okay. believe in it. That's just what I'm picking right. up. <laughs> and okay. so. It may be something to maybe keep an eye on, but yeah, I mean he'll okay. he'll keep coming to her in her dreams. It that's just okay. a good way to actually connect with the other side. Okay. Yeah, and he'll keep helping her. So don't you and her mother feel like it's all on you guys to come up with all the answers? As you can see, right. he's trying to help you by coming right. to her and trying to tell her things, even though he may not be telling her that much. Um, right. He's just telling her little things, but as you could see, he's trying to help you with this also, and he's going right, to continue right. trying to help you because it, as he's watching and he's kind of seeing you struggle with it, he's trying to do what he can do to help. Right, right. So, okay. you know that you can feel really good about, and he's, you know, he's he's around and he's in a place that's peaceful. He's not. Right. He's not lost. You know what I mean? He's I not he's missing. He's, he is I know not he's missing. at peace. 
Right, exactly. I mean, that can't, you know, without the, I want the body because, of the, not just because of closure, but also because the justice that comes with it, you know, and I know that's going to come later, but the body can't need to come first. So we get an autopsy by right. what the cause right. of death was, and then, then the justice, you know, that's why right. I'm I in that body so I can get. You, yeah, as long as you can feel um, good at knowing, okay, no, he's not lost, he's at peace. Oh, I definitely know okay. that, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. That's what you need to spend most of your time, you know, thinking about so that that gives you, um, you know, gives you comfort. Right, right. Okay. So I hope right. that we were at least a little bit helpful. Yeah, that helped. I mean, it's, you know, just something I'm going through. And um, like I said, getting better every day, a little bit stronger every day. I'm still, you know, into the really heavily investigating, you know, something mainly because the cops are not being involved in it. They're pretty much, uh, the person who did this was, they were high on drugs and the police are kind of, con- con- uh, what can I say, they're kind of um, protecting that person right now because they're also a confidential informant. They're just harm. So that's right. hard part, you know, because. When I realized in the beginning they weren't going to do anything about it, I knew then. And then, then there was proof that he was one, so then I knew that there was going to be, it'd be a while before we could get anything out of this. So. Well, I'm wishing Hopefully you well. And, yeah, I'm wishing you well, and, you know, I am, I, I'm, every time I see it on the news, I'm always hoping, you know, that, you know, I'm always putting that energy out there to hope that they're getting closer to, you know, finding his body in the Find, get, being able to give you more information, you know, mm-hmm. about what happened, how it happened, just so that you can have closure. Right, right. Okay. Well, thank you for calling you. us and giving us a, the chance to, you know, to help. Okay? Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And You're have nice a great day. day. Bye-bye. Too, bye-bye. Okay. So that was our last caller. It was a great show. Uh, Bobby and Sarah, I enjoyed your company. As always, I have a great time with you guys. (laughs) I didn't mix you up too bad today. No. No, actually, I think you were right on today. Yeah, yeah. It was just the last caller. I think I was starting to get tired and starting to space out. You know how you do that and you realize, you're like, whoa, I was listening, but I was somewhere else for a second. Yep. That's why I was like, wait a minute, Bobby, did you say something? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember. But I enjoyed you guys' company. And now, before we go, um, let me tell everybody, if you would like to get a more in-depth reading from Bobby, you can uh, find Bobby at... Bobby Marley, and that's B-O-B-B-Y-M-A-R-L-E-Y dot com. Did I get that right, Bobby? Sure did. Okay. And then Sarah, um, of course, like Sarah mentioned earlier, uh, me, Sarah, Bobby, we're on the forum, so any of you can feel free to join. That's one way to connect with us, send us a message, let us know that you would like a more in-depth reading. And, um, Sarah, how can people contact you? Uh, through my Facebook page. It's called Indy, like Indianapolis, I-N-D-Y, um, Intuitive and Healing Arts. Okay. And... Um, 
Of course, everybody knows. Uh, you can find me at SherryAndrea.com. And then uh, I just want to say, um, go to the forum. Uh, many people that called in today I think would be perfect to go to the forum and kind of, you know, connect and um, get help with where they're at. Um, and that's SherryAndrea.com slash forum. And it's been a really great afternoon. I've enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed you guys' company. And we will see you again here next week at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be taking callers and having even more fun, as we always do. I thank all of you for joining us today. And Bobby, Sarah, all the listeners, I hope you guys have a great afternoon. Thanks, Sherry. You did the same. Bye, Bobby. Bye-bye.